what's so amazing about building a brand in a community is you feel like you're a part of something and you're proud of it. And, you know, for us, it's just about furthering that connection. And we hope at the end of the day that it always just helps remind somebody that it's all about joy. At the end of the day with your pet, it's about having those memories and those moments, however you feed them, whatever toys you use, whatever kind of leash or collar or harness you use, it all comes back to joy. Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. On today's episode, I am talking to Jess Berger, the founder of Bundle and Joy. Jess is launching this new brand with over 15 years of experience in knowing what it takes to sell a product at stores like PetSmart and Whole Foods. She's using that experience to create a dog brand that really fills a gap in the marketplace. Jess shared with me that pet ownership in the minority community is growing 5% faster than in the mainstream. So Bundle and Joy is all about community and inclusivity, making dog health, nutrition, and education accessible at any price point. We also talk about something that caught my eye when I first reached out to Jess about coming on the podcast. She's created a 3% give back grant program and other opportunities to help underrepresented and purpose-driven petpreneurs get their products in front of Bundle and Joy customers. It's an honor to have Jess on the show, and I know you are going to enjoy this interview. While you listen, please remember to take a screenshot or a selfie or even a screen recording of your favorite snippet and share it on Instagram, tagging me at wherewagrepeat. I just got my show stats from May, and it was the highest download month ever. I'm so excited. We had over 7,000 downloads in the month of May, and I credit a lot of that to you for sharing your favorite episodes on social media. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate you listening and sharing this with other people who want to pursue their dog dreams. When you do share the episode on Instagram, I want to let you know that I created some special gifts that you can find in Instagram stories. Just search where, wag, repeat, and you should find a few different gifts about new episodes and a little hand with a phone popping in, plus some really cute ones of Bert and Lucy. I can't wait to see what you create, and of course, I will reshare it on my own account. All right, now let's go on to the interview. Jess Berger is a first-generation American Latina and the founder and CEO of Bundle and Joy. Jess has spent the last 15 years in the pet industry, gaining industry-leading experience with leadership roles at companies like PetSmart and Nestle Purina. In 2018, Jess launched her first venture as an entrepreneur with Accelerate Retail Partners, building private label pet brands for national retail partners while helping to build some of the most well-known pet brands that you see on shelves. 
Today, Jess is pursuing her doctorate in marketing and is now in her second venture, focused on building the pet company she wished existed, delivering convenience, curation, and community to all dog people. Welcome, Jess. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Tori. So excited. Congratulations on your recent 100,000 downloads. Can't wait for the next 100,000. Ah, thank you so much. I can never stop celebrating that. It's important to celebrate those kind of wins. Yes, we celebrate every milestone, even if it's 100. We just hit on TikTok. We just hit 1,000 likes and we had a party. So, hey, I'll I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, you have to because if you're not celebrating, who will? So one, speaking of celebrating and joyfulness, um, joy is, is kind of a big part of, of your company, Bundle and Joy. Um, I guess before we kind of dive into the branding and, and, and the mission, all that kind of stuff, maybe you could kind of take us a step back and tell us how, how you've kind of gotten to where you are now. You know, you, I mentioned that you've been in the pet industry for over 15 years. What was kind of your path that led you here to starting your own company? Yeah, I mean, I think as long as I can remember as a child having pets around all the time, um, I think there's not a single family photo of get togethers that there weren't dogs everywhere. And so I can imagine uh, the the days where my mom would come home with random animals she found on the street, you know, and like, what, what are we doing here? Right. So but animals have been a huge part of just my life and memories and moments and and really the joy that they bring. And um, in my career, I was really lucky. Uh, in 2007 to go to work for PetSmart and uh, been in the industry for 15 years since and just fell in love with the industry. You you know, you think about pets and that unconditional love they provide. Um, You know, sometimes we joke pets are recession proof, you know, you'll feed your dog before you'll feed yourself. And I just have always found that it's a really fascinating industry and I haven't left it in 15 years. So I, my kids think it's just normal to have dogs around and, you know, just everything in our life has been about the industry and it's been so rewarding and so exciting. And um, through my journey, I, I got to learn a lot about building brands and about pet nutrition and retail and manufacturing. And really, um, I've always just been very con- obsessed with the consumer and how they shop specifically um, I've always geeked out about specifically why women purchase. So one of my favorite books, if you've never read it, is called Why She Buys. It's it's great. And I have just been fascinated with what motivates that female shopper. And then when you think about pet ownership, for me, it was like, wow, like we have such an amazing relationship with our pets. Specifically, um, as women, we tend to have a little more of an emotional connection Um, And so for 10 years, my goal and my dream was to have my own brand. I thought it was absolutely crazy because I didn't see people like me running pet brands. And here we are today. I I took the leap about 15 months ago, and I'm going to try this thing out and we're going to see if it works. I love it. I love that story. And I can't wait to check out that book. It sounds really good. and I agree with you. There isn't enough, you know, visibility of people like us who are, you know, leading the pet industry. And, you know, we're doing a lot, you and I, to change that. Um, and I've had over 200 women entrepreneurs 
on this show. So there's the, we're out there, the people are out there, um, but it's just not necessarily as visible and maybe not at the higher levels. Um, so what are, what are some of the challenges that you've experienced as a female entrepreneur in the pet industry? And especially, you know, coming from corporate, I think there would be some challenges there. Yeah. I mean, I would say I had a great experience in the corporate retail world. I think, you know, it, every day I felt like I had the opportunity to, to make change. And I, I loved that. I loved the idea that I was sort of the um, person creating the destiny in front of me. Uh, when I got into more larger CPG pet, that's uh, where I think things probably changed. You know, for the good or the bad, there are very large um, multinational companies that uh, dominate the pet industry and, and they do some really great things. But I also very quickly learned that I really didn't fit the mold. Um, I've shared in a kind of a previous conversation with some other, um, you know, founders in the space that I really felt like I had to like fit in a box. So, you know, I am for the first time in my life, very open and very proud to share more about me um, because I don't feel like I have to fit a mold. I always like to give a silly example. I, I remember when I got my nose pierced um, several years ago, I, I'd wanted it for a long time. And so I went and got it done. And, and I remember about an hour later, I think I had a minor panic attack because I thought, oh my gosh, what is going to happen when I go back to work? And, you know, they already think I'm different. And what have I done? And I look back to that moment now and I think, how sad is that? Like, why, why would it have mattered if I, I got my nose pierced? And that just goes to show you how concerned I was about fitting in um, with an industry that personally I will never fit in with, at least as it sits today, because it just doesn't look like me. And it's not necessarily about, hey, we have to change this industry so everyone looks a certain way. We really just want to help be a part of the change of making an industry that is welcoming. You know, we've heard from other founders that they'll go to a trade show for the first time and, you know, nobody talks to them. They don't feel welcome. They don't feel um, they look around and, and they feel out of place. And, and that's sad when you think about our pets, because our pets are uh, so much different than that. Right. Like our pets are just love and adoration and enjoy and all of these things. And, you know, it gets to a point, I guess, for me, when I hit a point where I was like, you know what, this isn't the path that I want. And so about four years ago, I said, I'm going to go do this myself. Well, and I think it's been an amazing choice because listening to that story and then looking at your website and your products and everything, I could see how maybe you have gotten some feedback like, oh, this is too girly. This is too millennial kind of appealing. Um, what is some, what's some, have you received feedback like that? And kind of what, what do you say back to people when they, when they give you that kind of criticism? Yeah, I think it's great to get feedback from everyone. You know, a lot of people uh, will say, take feedback like sand, um, take it in your hand you know, hear the feedback, but let most of it go through your fingers. And I've had to embrace that um, for sure. You have to truly believe in what you're doing because everyone will have something to say about what you're doing. Uh, that being said, I love purchasing and engaging with brands and products that have some kind of connection with me. 
Um, I'm also very motivated by color and packaging and beautiful things. I mean, I don't, I'm guessing I'm not the only one. And I kept seeing that in all these other industries, right? I started seeing just if you think of early days with method and just doing fun packaging and fun colors, like I, I remember, I still feel like I remember the day that I first saw method on the shelf. It was like, oh, this is so beautiful and different, right? Um, and I was seeing that in every other category, but I personally felt like I wasn't seeing that pet. I felt like another pet brand would come out and it looked exactly the same. And I joke that, you know, the pet brands sort of compete with each other. Uh, well, I'm better because of this and I'm better because of that. And it felt like at the end of the day, they were so focused on each other that they completely lost sight of the consumer that they're actually serving. And that's what we're doing. We feel like there is a consumer base. There are a community of amazing uh, pet people of all kinds who want more from their pet food. They want more from the pet brands that they're engaging with. Uh, and we really put purpose at the center. I say that we're bundled with a purpose. And some people are like, well, what does that mean? And it's like, I really felt like it could be so much more than just nutrition or food or a brand. Uh, we want to be the ones helping to lead the conversation. Because to your point, there are so many people out there, Tori, we have gone to shows and talked to people and immediately everyone's like, yes, we need this. We want to be a part of this. How can we be a part of this? And I think it's just because a brand hasn't taken that leap or that stand. And we're really excited to be the one to help start that conversation and, and maybe even a movement. Yeah. And I, I think that it's, it's, there's almost like this like feminine energy, you know, if you don't mind my saying about your brand with the supporting each other and community and inclusivity and, um, you know, being, you know, giving the best care to your dog is a very like feminine kind of quality, I think. Um, and it's just, it's wonderful to see, but I could see how, you know, the bigger brands, you know, that just want to kind of compete against each other. It reminds me so much of like political ads. Cause I've been seeing so much of them lately <laughs> where all they do is attack each other and you have no idea what their, what their platform is. Cause they're too busy telling you how terrible the other guy is. And that just seems like I just picture these guys in suits and polo shirts on the golf course and talking shit on each other. And that's not what we want to do as women. I don't think. Um, and I think that your, your brand to me, it seems like it really kind of fills that spot of like, I don't want to argue. And, you know, I just want something to be pretty and, and good quality and nourishing and beautiful and just great experience. Yeah. And we want everyone to feel welcome. You know, in the early days, we had a lot of conversations to say, we would love for someone to feel like they can be a part of our community and yet feed fresh food or maybe feed raw food or have some other kind of alternative feeding method. And, you know, instead of saying, well, only, there's only one path to the way that you nourish your pet, we really believe like there can be many. And so we wanted to create a brand where we truly can serve pet people wherever they are. And so the other thing that we really um, learned early on is that a lot of younger pet parents coming into pet ownership for the first time really felt like there wasn't a brand that was speaking to them, that was um, helping them to be a guide. You know, they sort of joke, well, my parents buy their pet food on Chewy.com. So I just did that. 
but I went to Chewy.com and I had no idea, you know, what brand to pick, where to start. And so we thought, what if we could actually serve as a resource to help people make that decision? And at the end of the day, if someone is, has to be price conscious, you know, maybe is on um, starting budgets, just starting out, we wanted to create something that was really great nutrition, but accessible and inclusive for all. As we know, like minority pet ownership is growing five times faster the non-minority pet ownership. And that's exciting, right? More people are getting pets. More people are um, experiencing the joy that comes with pets. And with that, we really wanted to create solutions that were accessible. And that comes down to price, um, the convenience of D2C. Uh, those are all really, really important. And then also creating community where, you know, someone who feeds fresh and frozen could be friends with someone that feeds kibble because it's really not a place where we're going to judge each other. We're going to say, you know what, we're going to do the very best that we can do because we believe and we're going to give them education and resources, but we're just still going to support each other. And I think that's not been the case thus far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think we, we've all heard so much about pet ownership is up, but um, with that, there's a great need for education because a lot of first time pet owners, they don't know, because how would they, Um, you know, I, I recently took a pet first aid course. And I've had dogs for 20 years. And I was like, Oh my God, I wish I had taken this earlier. I wish I had known these things. And I learned so much. Um, and I was like, I wish everyone would take this course, but not everyone can spend five hours and $80 to take a pet first aid course. So, um, it is really important to make that educational component accessible. Did you hear the news? I created a quiz to help you find your petpreneur personality type. Answer four quick questions, and not only will you discover what type of petpreneur you are, but you'll also get a curated playlist of the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast designed for exactly where you are in your pet business right now. From an underdog champion to a possum petfluencer or a prosperous petpreneur, Each playlist includes 12 episodes from the archives. Plus, after you get your results, you'll receive a few emails from me with special advice to help you reach your pet business dreams. Take the quiz and fetch your results today at wherewagrepeat.com slash playlist quiz. And you're also kind of giving back uh, in another way. You have a give back program where you're funding women entrepreneurship. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that really perked my ears up. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, the most commonly used statistic that we hear is that less than 3% of women receive VC funding, um, less than 1% of uh, founders of color receiving funding. And even if you go outside of VC funding, I would tell you that, you know, funding your dream and your startup is, wow, quite a journey. Let's just say I've learned a lot in the last uh, 15 months of, you know, options that are out there, resources that are out there. And so we really felt like, hey, if we can figure this out and we're able to pursue this dream and vision that we have, we would love to bring some people along with us. And so we do that in a couple of ways. So we try every chance that we get to work with um, female underrepresented or purpose-driven partners when it comes to suppliers, um, partners 
um, everything from our, you know, warehouse shelving to our ingredient sourcing. We try to prioritize that because that's a huge part of what we do. And then secondarily, yes, we have a 3% give back. And through that, we really feel like we'll be able to help fund some entrepreneurs um, pursue their dream via essentially like a grant that would help them get started. And we would provide some resources and some help for them, similar to, you know, the great things that you do um, for a lot of your listeners, we would help with actually like a grant, a quarterly grant. Um, and then the third piece that is really um, our high level vision. And, and, you know, I've learned sometimes through this process, you have to like crawl before you walk and then run. But we have a lot of partnerships that we've started to build with other founders in the space. And they've come along and said they'd love to be a part of what we're doing. And so we're so excited to be featuring um, uh, other represented, underrepresented female minority founders, all of the above purpose-driven brands, and allow our community to add those items to their bundle every month. So it creates an opportunity for someone who's just getting started, right, who doesn't necessarily have the capital yet to build a website, to do their own marketing, where we can create a platform to give them an opportunity. Think sort of Etsy coming together, right? A lot of amazing people. But for us, allowing um, our community to discover new brands and then to develop relationships with those brands. You know, I think for so long, it's been like, well, I have to protect my customers and I can be the only person that they buy from. And that's that's really not what the shopper is looking for. Um, they want to curate an assortment of purposeful brands and products. And so that is what we are most excited about is to um, elevate these other founders and their products on our website as well. That's really cool. And will they be all pet products or like pet parent products? Yeah. I mean, that's so funny that you ask because I thought for so long that we would never be in the business of anything that wasn't for your pet. Uh, but we have actually had a lot of interest around merch and, and similar to what, you know, Tori, you have on your site. Like, you know, I think it, what's so amazing about building a brand in a community is it, you feel like you're a part of something and you're proud of it. And so something as simple as a sticker or a sweatshirt, uh, we have scrunchies um, that are super fun. And, you know, for us, it's just about furthering that connection. And we hope at the end of the day that it always just helps remind somebody that it's all about joy. At the end of the day with your pet, it's about having those memories and those moments, however you feed them, whatever toys you use, whatever kind of leash or collar or harness you use, like it all comes back to joy. It does. So, okay. That's such full circle. You're such a good interview guest. Um, cause at the very beginning I mentioned talking about joy. Um, and, and I just, I wanted to talk to you a little bit cause you're such a marketing guru about some of your branding. And like one thing that just jumped out at me was seeing you guys at a recent pet expo rolling around on roller skates and you can see those roller skates on some of your packaging. Um, and, and what are some ways that you kind of, I mean, you've already touched on this in so many ways, but how are you kind of weaving joy into your company culture and, and how is it kind of exploding out like through your products too? Yeah, again, I think it goes back to like, we want to be so much more than a pet brand or pet food. And so we've really spent time to say like, what are some of the things that bring us joy with our pets? And so some of these ideas are seriously from our community, from our team. 
Um, our brand manager, Monica, goes skating with her dog. And it's pretty amazing to watch. I think I would fall very quickly. But uh, yeah, that's, that was that's real, not for me. <laughs> yeah, that was a real life thing that our community, a member of our community, our team does to pursue joy. Here in Arizona, we do a lot of hiking. So we have a rise and shine that's, you know, all about that joy and that experience of getting out and being active with your pet. Um, and so it's just the skates were another level of that. And it sounds crazy, but um, we've had some skating parties in our warehouse. And yeah, we at a show, we're on skates for three days straight. Um, I was pretty proud of myself. I, I and probably fall. pretty sore afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And um, but it's just because what I would say is that more than anything, um, branding is about disruption, right? Uh, for me, it's you know, not wanting to be like anybody else because there's enough of the same already out there. But I can tell you that as people walked past our booth, the minute that they saw us, they had a smile on their face. And it really was more about how can we quickly cause someone to pause and take a moment of joy, whatever that is, right? And so because we get so focused on the nutrition, the supplies, like the what, and we're kind of losing sight of like what it's really all about. And so the skates have been fun because it's just something that's, it's full of joy. Like you, I've gone out skating uh, many times and I laugh so much the entire time because sometimes because I'm falling, but also just because it, it like reminds you also of when you were a kid and, and sort of that whimsical free um, spirit. So yeah, everything we do, it's always going to be trying to create some sort of emotional connection, remind you of joy. I got my first tattoo this year. It says the word joy literally on, I don't know if you can see it on my wrist, because sometimes in the craziness of this life and this world, we need a reminder to go out and chase joy. And that's what we try to do. Uh, and that is just such a, a perfect little dog phrase to chase joy. It's like makes you think of your dog. Just my my dog, unfortunately, loves to chase bumblebees <laughs> in the backyard. Luckily, he hasn't caught any, but just watching him and make and supervising to make sure he doesn't catch them is a pretty funny little experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of our goofy, silly dogs, um, you do have a, a wonderful dog of your own um, who I'm sure inspires lots of joy and lots of different things that you do. Could you tell us a little bit about him and, and how he came into your life? Yeah. So we have Winston. He is our very uh, lovable 150 pound um, member of the family. So he is a, a blue great Dane and he is quite uh, the showstopper when we got in public. And to be honest, I forget how big he is. I, to me, he's just Winston, but we absolutely love him. And he is, um, he loves to swim. He loves to go swimming in our pool. Sometimes I'll go out in the backyard and realize he's gone for a dip himself. And I, I hear Danes don't like water or you hear that about certain dogs and you're just like, you know what? Dogs are just dogs. They're going to do what they want to do. We have a trampoline in the backyard and sometimes I go out there and he's on the trampoline. <laughs> I just think he is, he is just such a reminder. Like even in his toughest days, uh, he's smiling ear to ear and, and it's, it's a really good reminder for all of us. 
Yeah. Dogs never think like, oh, what is everyone going to think if they come out here and I'm sitting on the trampoline? They're going to think I'm so weird. Dogs don't ever think that. They just do what they want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he placed the trampoline actually before because he's had a little too many uh, trampoline sessions and his, <laughs> his nails have scratched it. But I was like, you know, it's probably worth it for him to have a little fun. So, yeah, we have to spoil them. That's what they're here for. <laughs> Um, well, Jess, it's been so great talking to you and, uh, I can't wait to see what comes from bundle and joy this year, because you're going to be launching subscriptions and more things and your websites getting refurbished and all, all the things for everyone to check out. So where can everyone go to check all these things out? Yeah, we would love for everyone to visit us, uh, at bundle and joy. So it's bundlexjoy.com. And we are on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn with Bundle X Joy. Love for you to engage with our community. Join, especially for our entrepreneurs. We would love for you to join our community um, so that as we come out with opportunities to help fund and provide opportunities um, and a platform, you know, if you have a product, we would love to, you know, have a conversation about potentially partnering with you. Um, so we're just really excited about all the partnership opportunities and you have some amazing um, things planned uh, for later this year, um, all around celebrating uh, those of us that uh, are the people behind the pets. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to see it all. Thank you again for um, sharing your time and your expertise with us. Um, all right, everyone, tune in next Wednesday to meet a new woman petpreneur who is creating an automated treat dispensing agility course for dogs that will give you insight into your pet's learning habits. Very interesting stuff. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.